1: Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter, Bill Chastain. And, Bill, the Rays continuing to do pretty good job of that whole spoiler thing as they take two of three from the Jays this week and finish off a season against Toronto, the defending division champs and a team that entered September in the lead in the AL East. But the, the Rays go 11-8 and eight against them on the season. How are they able to do that, a team like that, a team with the, the lineup that the Blue Jays have, But they weren't obviously able to do it consistently against the rest of the league. What was it about the Jays and Blue, the Rays and Blue Jays that they matched up so well?
0: You know, I bet they just wish they could figure that one out. Because, (laughs) um, you know, it's just one of those unexplained things. They just uh, whether it's matchups or or they felt comfortable at you know at the right time when they were playing them. But uh, they did match up well against them this year. And you know, like you said, they took the season serious.
1: Up next is the Orioles, so another chance to kind of play that spoiler role as the O's have moved into second place in the American League East. But on Wednesday, the finale of that series with the Blue Jays, Alex Cobb added again and looking good again, Bill, as he goes six and two-thirds innings. He allowed just two hits and a run. He struck out four along the way. Um, and Alex Cobb, coming off the Tommy John surgery, you expect those first few starts, maybe first half season, to kind of be a struggle as far as getting the control and command down and, and getting back to where they were. But so far... I don't see a lot of that with Cobb. I mean, he did have three walks in the game Wednesday, but able to pitch around them, he looks sharp pretty quickly coming off the surgery.
0: Yeah, he has, and, and, I, and it's probably uh, probably Rays fans, you know, kind of felt like they knew what was going to happen after watching uh, what you know uh, Matt Moore go through this last year. But um, you know, yesterday uh, uh, Estrada gets out, and he's having you know he retired the first nine Rays in order. Uh, Striking out five of them, I believe, and then you've got Cobb. They got a run off of him in the first. And then I kind of felt like in the, I think it was the top of the third, might have been the top of the, or bottom of the third, um, he got a nice play from Longoria. Longoria dove to his left and threw out the leadoff batter. And from that point on, I mean, it was like Cobb was just lights out. And, um, you know, what's really odd, I think, and and above average for him in relation to this, this, you know, Guys coming back from this operation is that is how sharp his control has been. Uh, he's not been as happy with how his stuff has been per se, but um, his control has been pretty good, which is is unusual.
1: Continues to make you kind of be optimistic when you look at this rotation, uh, looking at 2017 and how good it could be. Of course, we were we were in that same position a year ago, but but now he's healthy to add into the group. You hopefully you hope Chris Archer bounces back as well, and this team could have a really good rotation going forward into 2017 this year has been all about the power bill and fitting that they do set the record the club record for home runs in a season uh Corey dickerson uh hit the 200th on wednesday during that game after kevin kiermeyer homered earlier in the game so 200 home runs for this team but that didn't amount to enough runs for the team but still you would hope you can take that power and add some more on base percentage to the mix and this offense could be a lot better than it's been.
0: You know, it's funny too, the 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 team that had the record was the 2009 Rays. And I know you and I've talked about it before on air um, uh, that the 2009 team it seemed like they you know, they scored a bunch of runs, but it was always like they had lopsided wins and they couldn't win the close ones. And that's kind of the way this year's Rays team has been. And sometimes you just wonder if that's kind of the baseball gods, but um I do think this team obviously needs to have, you know, they need to do some of the little things better in order to get where they want to be. And then, you know, then when they do, you know, maul a team, then they have a couple of these one-run games that they can, you know, you know get get wins in as well, which they really have not had that uh, – been, been good at that this year. So, you know, and who knows, maybe the improved fielding, you know, that not having Miller at shortstop, having Duffy to start next year. Um, you know, you got a whole set infield next year. You know, I just think a lot of things could complement what they have, but I think they, they feel pretty good about themselves with the power they've shown this year and, and how it might uh, lead into next year.
1: The club's 197th home run belonged to Alexei Ramirez, who they signed after he was released by the Padres. Bill, what was the point, basically, of bringing in Alexei Ramirez? I mean, obviously, a veteran infielder, um, probably on the the downward side of his career at this point. Um, His last home run had actually been against the Rays, which is kind of funny, but he homers uh, this week. Is he just helping to shore up uh, the the infield this season to kind of play out the rest of September to get to that final game of the season, or do the Rays have any thoughts of him being part of the future?
0: Well, I, I I think that's primarily what they have in there for. Again, it is a major league team, and you want to put a major league product on the field. You know, that's the integrity of the game. Um, however, you know, you look at it, uh, even though they're very sure uh, that, that Duffy will come back from his injury, you know, they might – you always want to make sure you, you hedge your bet a little bit. So who knows, maybe he would be the guy they bring back and look at while they see if Duffy's fine uh, or – you know, it might be, you know, see you, thanks for your services in September. But, uh, you know, he sure helped him out the other night.
1: Yeah, and that's all you can ask for a guy coming in like that. And obviously he is a veteran who's been around the majors for a long time. Logan Morrison, uh, tendon strain on Sunday, Bill. His season's over, and I guess likely his raised career is over, a free agent this offseason. It was a disappointment uh, Logan Morrison, especially the start of the season, he got a little better as it went on. But but when you look at Logan Morrison, is he going to be kind of one of those faces that people look at the disappointments of this team and, and he ends up being one of those scapegoats?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think he, he fits that. Although, you know, the way he started, uh, you know, his numbers look pretty good. I mean, he went a month without even having an RBI. So, um, you know, I think when you backtrack and and look at some of the deals that were made, I think uh, race fans are actually going to be pretty happy. You know, you, uh, you got Brad Miller and Morrison and the deal that sent cards to the Mariners. And, you know, now you got Miller at first and he looks like, you know, if this guy hits 30 plus homers and, and develops as a, a first baseman, uh, you know, you got yourself a pretty good player there. Um, and you know, Morrison, they, they brought in Morrison and Pierce and, Pierce actually played well at first. You know, he he did well on offense, and then, of course, the the Orioles wanted to get him back at the trade deadline. So, really, they acquired guys that actually kind of performed. I mean, and and same thing with Dickerson. I mean, uh, now you've got Dickerson. He's got 20 home runs. He's starting to look more like the guy that was doing all the stuff at Coors Field. I mean, he's raised his, I think, in the last, his batting average, 20 points. So... Um, some of what they did in the off season last year is starting to look a little better. Uh, but you know, of course it got off to such a slow start. And, and I do think that was kind of a long way of, of getting back to Logan Morrison of the guys they brought in. He was probably the least productive.
1: Now, Mikey Mott took up with the team here in September and Ma tooks a guy bill that's that hit well when down in the minors, uh, over 300 with Durham, but he struggles seemingly when he's come up with the raise this season. Um, does he have to kind of just prove that he's not one of those 4A kind of players people talk about that that can always hit down at the, the highest level of the minors but struggle at the major league level? And how much, I mean, he's getting he's getting at bats here in September. Is that the biggest reason for that, to kind of let him show once again what he can do in the big leagues? Yeah, I mean, if you go back to last
0: September, he was the best offensive player yeah. on the team. Then uh, come he come spring, he doesn't make the club out of spring training. I was kind of surprised at that. Uh, but when he did come up, he was playing. He played sporadically, and then finally, when he was getting his chance, uh, that's when he got injured. And it's just been one of those years for him. And it it kind of it's almost like what happened to Franklin last year. You know, Franklin never did get right, and now you look at what Franklin's doing. So, um, they like Mikey Matuk, you know, and they're they're gonna sure take a good look at him because you know he could he could be out there a lot next year.
1: Yeah, and he's certainly an athletic guy who does a good job in the outfield as well, so a value player there. Uh, Schedules were released for the 2017 season this week, Bill, and and you kind of go through each team and kind of things that stand out for them. And one thing that jumps out as far as the Rays go is that in September 2017, Joe Madden will be officially coming back to the Trop for the first time since leaving for the Cubs September 19th to the 21st. Uh, what kind of reaction do you expect from the fans of the Rays when Joe Madden comes back to Tampa Bay?
0: Oh, I think it'll be a love fest. I mean, uh, a lot of great things for the team. And, you know, he kind of really put uh, the Rays on the map. You know, his face was the the face of the team. So I wouldn't expect anything but positive things. Uh, I, I do think it was a little bit disappointing that the, they didn't have the Cubs come to Tropicana Field first before. They came in September because the, the Rays played them in a, a July series. But uh, I, I wouldn't expect anything but positive things from that because he was such a, a great uh, you know contributor to what's, what's happened with the Rays.
1: And he could return to the Tropicana field as a World Series champ. We will see. But the Cubs certainly looking pretty good as they head towards October. This has been MLB.com Extras, a Rays edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.